0: Hi, boys and girls! Here's a snippet of today's story. They sat beside each other on the floor. On their knees, they shuffled around the tank, peering into the corners among the big pebbles at the gravel and the pondweed. Ah! Mom suddenly cried. What? Abby moved her magnifying glass to where her mum was pointing. Are you ready for another story? Today's story is about a little girl who feels really small. Do you ever feel that way? Do you ever feel like you're so small that no one ever notices you? Well, that's what today's story is all about. And it's called Mr. Sticky, written by Mo McCauley. Ready? Let's go! Mr. Sticky by Mo McCauley No one knew how Mr. Sticky got in the fish tank. He's very small, Mom said as she peered at the tiny water snail. Just a black dot. "He'll bro, said Abby and pulled her pajama bottoms up again before she got into bed. They were always falling down. In the morning, Abby jumped out of bed and switched on the lights in her fish tank. Gary, the fat orange goldfish, was dozing inside the stone archway. Jaws was already awake, swimming along the front of the tank with his white tail floating and twitching. It took Abby a while to find Mr. Sticky because he was clinging to the grass near the bottom right next to the gravel. At school that day, she wrote about the mysterious Mr. Sticky, who was so small you could mistake him for a piece of gravel. Some of the girls in her class said he seemed an ideal pet for her and kept giggling about it. (laughs) That night, Abby turned on the light to find Mr. Sticky clinging to the very tiniest, waviest tip of the pond weed. It was near the water filter, so he was bobbing about in the air bubbles looks like fun, Abby said. She tried to imagine what it must be like to have to hang on to things all day and decided it was probably very tiring. She fed the fish, then lay on her bed and watched them chase each other round and round the archway. When they stopped, Gary began nibbling at the pond weed with his big pouty lips. He sucked Mr. Sticky into his mouth, then blew him back out again in a stream of water. The snail floated down to the bottom of the tank among the colored gravel. I think he's grown a bit, Abby told her mom at breakfast the next day. Just as well if he's going to be gobbled up like that, her mom said, trying to put on her coat and eat toast at the same time. But I don't want him to get too big, or he won't be cute anymore. Moth things are cute, aren't they? They are, but big things can be cute too. Now hurry up, I'm going to miss my train. At school that day, Abby drew an elephant. She needed two pieces of expensive paper to do both ends, but the teacher didn't mind because she was pleased with the drawing and wanted it on the wall. They cellar-taped them together, right across the elephant's middle. In the corner of the picture, Abby wrote her full name, Abigail. Abigail and drew tiny snails for the dots on the eyes. The teacher said that was very creative. On the weekend, they cleaned up the tank. There's a lot of algae on the sides, Mom said. I'm not sure Mr. Sticky's quite up to the job yet. They scooped the fish out and put them in a bowl while they emptied some of the water. Mr. Sticky stayed out of the way, clinging to the glass while Mom used the special vacuum cleaner to clean the gravel. Abby trimmed the new pieces of pondweed down to size and scrubbed the archway and the filter tube. Mom poured new water into the tank. Where's Mr. Sticky? Abby asked. On the side, Mom said. She was busy concentrating on the water. Don't worry, I was careful. Abby looked on all sides of the tank. There was no sign of the water snail. He's probably in the gravel then, her mom said. Come on, let's get this finished. I've got work to do. She plopped the fish back in the clean water where they swam round and round, looking puzzled. That evening, Abby went up to her bedroom to check the tank. The water had settled and looked lovely and clear, but there was no sign of Mr. Sticky. She lay on her bed and did some exercises, stretching out her legs and feet and pointing her toes. Stretching was good for your muscles, and it made you look tall, a model had said on TV, and she looked enormous. When Abby was finished stretching, she kneeled down to have another look in the tank. But there was still no sign of Mr. Sticky. She went downstairs. Her mum was in the study surrounded by papers. She had her glasses on, and her hair was all over the place where she'd been running her hands through it. She looked impatient when she saw Abby in the doorway, and even more impatient when she heard the bad news. He'll turn up, was all she said. Now off to bed, Abby, I've got masses of work to catch up on. Abby felt her face go hot and red. It always happened when she was angry or upset. You've hoovered him up, haven't you? She said. You were in such a rush, you hoovered him up. I have not. I was very careful. But he was extremely small. What's wrong with being small? Nothing at all, but it makes things hard to find. Or notice, Abby said and ran from the room. The door to the bedroom opened, and Mum's face appeared around the crack. Abby tried to ignore her, but it was hard when she walked over to the bed and sat next to her. She was holding her glasses in her hand. She waved them at Abby. These are my new pair, she said. Extra powerful for snail hunting, she smiled at Abby. Abby tried not to smile back. And I've got a magnifying glass! Abby suddenly remembered and rushed off to find it. They sat beside each other on the floor. On their knees, they shuffled around the tank, peering into the corners among the big pebbles at the gravel and the pond weed Aha! Mom suddenly cried. What? Abby moved her magnifying glass to where her mum was pointing. There, tucked in the curve of the arch. Perfectly hidden under the dark stone sat Mr. Sticky, and right next to him was another water snail, even smaller than him. (gasps) Mrs. Sticky, Abby breathed. But where did she come from? I'm beginning to suspect the pond weed, don't you think? They both laughed and climbed into Abby's bed together. Cuddling down under the duvet, it was cozy, but a bit of a squeeze. Budge up, Mom said, giving Abby a push with her bottom. I can't. I'm already on the edge. My goodness, you've grown then. When did that happen? You could have put an elephant in here last time we did this. Abby put her head on her Mum's chest and smiled. The end. Well, there you have it, boys and girls. I hope you enjoyed this story. And remember this. If there's ever a time that you feel small, don't forget. You are special just the way you are. And nobody can be you better than you. So go out there and be the best you that you can be. Until next time, this is Teacher Nina. Goodbye.